Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Both mics. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome to both mics. Hey folks, both mics is a show about nothing and everything. That over there is Mike Sofka. And that over there is Mike Taylor, and together we are both mics. Welcome, welcome to show number 75 of Both Likes Heard Everywhere. Podcast can be heard. If you know of a place that does podcasts or would it lists them, serves them, whatever, find us there. We're probably there. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. You can actually talk to Alexa and say, Alexa. I want to listen to both mics, those fabulous golden voices. I want to hear their spectacular rhetoric and banter on a Friday night. Play them now, and Alexa will play both mics. Isn't that you awesome? name it. Yeah, it, uh, the, the technology. They, everyone, we're like dirt. We're everywhere. Find us where podcasts can be found. Uh, Friday night, we usually hang out here on twitch.tv slash both mics, do a little live thing. Um, Try not to sound like complete assholes, but sometimes that happens. So yeah, we screw live that one up every time. Yeah, live without a net on Friday night. Check us out. Uh, check us out afterwards, usually on YouTube. Subscribe, hit the button, send us a check in the mail. We're worth it. Yeah, I got to find out what that YouTube <laughs> check is about. <coughs> yeah. Haven't been getting my YouTube check lately. Do I get government money check? Sure. So how's things, Mr. Sofka? Good, good. How about you? you did you did you get up at like two in the morning to go buy a TV at Best Buy? No, no. I I was in a hotel and I I forgot my my CPAP Darth Vader machine, so oh I couldn't. God. Yeah, can you sleep without yours? It's hard. Like I wake up like more often when it feels like everything's weak and just, and then I can't breathe. Yeah, yeah, I, I literally felt like I laid and stared at the ceiling the entire night. Wow. But, yeah. But I also can tell in the morning because I can tell when I snore now because with the CPAP machine, the get-off-my-lone-old-man CPAP right. machine, um, you don't snore. Yeah. So when you do, parts of your, your face vibrate when you do snore for the first time in months hmm. and wake up and you're like, okay – uh, my soft palate is freaking inflamed and I can't swallow and things hurt. So, yeah, I know I, I slept to some degree. Plus, my wife told me that I was snoring last night. Yeah, I was going to so say that the biggest way to tell if you're snoring during the night is if you wake up and your arm is bruised. <laughs> <laughs> right, or a couple of your teeth are missing. Yeah, yeah. your nose is bloodied. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you have one that, that takes like water? Yeah. Yeah. Do you actually put water in it? Yeah, my, I've got it to work, but I've had that gurgling shit happen before, so I get it. You, you have a you have an older model. I, I guess a, I think a, I've had mine since two thousand seven. Yeah. Yeah, I think you need to upgrade, bro. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a newer one, and it's like it has humidity control and all kinds of crap. And a buddy of mine has the same exact one, and we were on the Monsters of Rock cruise together, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't even put water in it." So I'm like, "Oh." Cool. So I haven't put I, I only put water in it when like I'm congested or I have a, a you know a chest congestion thing. So but yeah, you don't have to put water in it. It works it works fine without it. Well 
you know, this is a great show, and I know I'm the one that normally puts the brakes on the show, but I just want want to thank Mike for having all the millennials and Xennials or whatever they call them check out because two old farts are talking about their freaking CPAP machines with gray hair. Yeah, yeah, it'll probably be the most popular freaking show we have. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, so they're saying that the Black Friday thing may not live up to what it's done in the past, but they're hope they're saying that. Most of the sales, there's an increase between 8.5 and 10.5% for this time of year each year. So that would say that they expect between November and December, $850 billion in retail sales thanks to this time of year. That's wow. a lot of money. Yeah. But I'll tell you, though, I, I, <clears throat> I, I haven't been as active this year as I have in the past looking for bargains. You know, usually like the, the Black Friday flyers and sale flyers come out. I usually, you know, kind of go through them and see if there's anything worth, you know, that jumps out at you. You know, like, oh, that's a, a real good price. You know, a doorbuster, a super doorbuster. And uh, I'll usually consider getting, you know, that particular item or, you know, a couple items that are really good priced because a lot of it could be hype. Uh, and this year, I, I went through the, the usual, you know, I went through Target and Walmart and like Best Buy and a couple different Black Friday ads and nothing jumped out at me. Nothing seemed as elaborate as in the past. So I'm wondering if they're taking a chance on people just being sick and tired of being, you know, locked away or locked up and uh, I or – I guess the fact that they've lost a lot of profits in the past because of the, pa the pandemic this past year and a half. So I, I don't know what their strategy is, but I didn't see anything to attract me to go to a particular place. Well, don't forget they also have uh, Cyber Monday coming up here, which is after Black Friday. Cyber Monday. That's because yeah. the people in the robot verse said, "Hey, us AI people need representation too." <laughs> Cyber Monday. So Monday. On thank now this is according to CNBC.com, so it must be true. On Thanksgiving, shoppers were buying the latest version of Just Dance the Video Game, Oculus okay. Quest, Rainbow okay. High Dolls, Rainbow Corns, and classic holiday items like Apple iPads and Nintendo Switch. You recognize okay. any of that shit that I just talked about? The the Oculus is that, that virtual reality yeah. headset. You're going to need that for the metaverse. Yes. Um, whatever. And uh, the Switch, the Nintendo Switch, which has been out for like you know two years from what I could figure. Two, maybe three years. So uh, I guess it's still a hot item. I guess so. That, now MasterCards come out and say that Black Friday sales are up 12.1% year over year here. So whatever that means. Well, it, does it also mean that maybe people are are putting it on a credit card? See, that part's not clear to me. Is it just was that right? just Mastercard sales? Maybe I should click the link and find out before I report on it. Your, is your your debit card a Mastercard? I know I've had debit cards that have been Visas. I've had debit cards that have been Mastercards. So you, you're using your bank card. Does that count towards that twelve percent? Well. I, I know I usually don't ma use a MasterCard because that MasterCard is racist. I shouldn't have to call it's, the card master. Exactly. 
Yeah, so it's a part of the Jedi Order. Uh oh. Uh oh. We have a door opening. You just had to walk into. I had to walk by with the ugly look when I made the master joke. <laughs> no, the, the door now is rattling, so I'm guessing I, it's the the, the two year old. I had the intern walk by, and she's like, "Really?" She gave me that look, like, "Really? You went there? Yeah. Really? Come on." Just because I'm from Georgia, you know? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to bring us right into my favorite segment, week in, week out, hands down, the Alien Update. Yeah. I swear, every time I see Zuckerberg, I think reptilian. I think he's a reptile man, <laughs> shape-shifting reptile man. Now, real quick, before we get into the uh, talk about these crackpots, yes. uh, did, you, did you make any any special Black Friday, Cyber Monday purchases today? No, not at all. I haven't even looked. I, I might be in the market for another big TV, but I, I have them throughout the house, and I'm happy with what I got, so I'm having trouble parting with money to do that. But I did see that a there, you know, TV seems to be the big thing. You know, everybody's. It's got always TV. a big thing. Yeah, so, yeah, and and they they've always recommended that you wait till Black Friday to purchase a, a big TV like that because the fact that the uh, the prices the prices on the older versions of TVs go down on Black Friday, and then of course the new TVs come out with the higher prices. Yeah, I'm not but, that guy who has to have the latest and greatest and all that crap. You know, like as a matter of fact, like I got I I, I initially got spooked when people had like Xbox One at their house or and I'd be visiting and the Xbox the dude would walk by the TV and the Xbox would go, Hi Chris, are you ready to play Xbox? And I was seriously? like what the hell was that? He's like, Seriously? oh, the Xbox did a facial recognition. I'm like, your TV's not even on. He goes, oh, I know. It just recognized me. Come over wow. here, Chris. It's time to play Xbox. Yeah, sit down next to me. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, I don't... Put your I... hand on my leg. Yeah. Wow. Or, or have you ever been in somebody's office or at somebody's place of business or at somebody's personal home and they got an Alexa thing or a Google thing sitting there? You know, the... Yep. I, oh, feel I feel you have to have a sign and you have to have me sign a waiver before I come in there that says I won't sue you because the government's listening to every fucking word I say thanks to that thing. My uh, my boy's preschool has one behind the uh, the administration desk. And one day when she went to go get Nicholas from his classroom, I saw it. I'm like, really? Okay. Uh, Alexa, play Motley Crow, And she comes back and shout at the devil's freaking playing. Nice. You know? Yeah, she's like, oh, how did that happen? I'm like, really? Nice, like, I would have started with, Alexa, please add the following items to my shopping list. Condoms. <laughs> you know, just going on and on with stuff. Hey, why jelly? Yes, um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even think of it. Next time. But, yeah. yeah and, uh, yeah, I, I, my next TV is going to probably be an 82-inch TV, but the two TVs we have have been going like gangbusters and not even a sign of... of, of slowing down so why do i want to get a new tv just because it's bigger right not right. happening well there's the black, there's a black friday sale picture and there's a happy shopper 
if you're watching us on twit.tv slash both mics or on YouTube or where, wherever there. But um, we were talking about Black Friday. We got an alien update here because of this man here, Elon uh -oh, Musk. What happened now? Every time this cat opens his mouth, people <laughs> react with this cryptocurrency yeah. shit. Wow. He, um, he gives out like one word. And according to his article on LiveMint.com, Basically, he's saying that the crypto isn't really as important as the keys to your crypto. So what? he he's saying that if you could have all the crypto in the world, if you don't have the key to get it, it's worthless, which makes sense, right? I mean, if, if you got something locked up, you can't open it. You can't access it. So right. I think there's going to be this is going to be the future is people hijacking keys to their virtual wallets. You have a virtual wallet? No, no. Get off my lawn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, like, I think that's like an issue my my nephew has because we were talking probably last Christmas or last Thanksgiving, and he's like, "Yeah, I got, I got uh, Bitcoin somewhere from someone for something," and he's like, I, "I don't know how to access it." I'm like, really? Like, you probably potentially have, you know, 30 grand laying around somewhere and you don't know how to access it. And you're you're too lazy to figure it out or ask questions to find out, you know, what's going on. You know, well, you, it, you have to have an account somewhere. It's working for them because they're worth like 60 grand now. Yeah, that's unreal. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm making a New Year's resolution. My uh, my my spouse and I are going to heavily educate ourselves on nfts and cryptos and we're going to start slowly making purchases and selling and doing whatever we have to do to get involved in this because i can see this is going to be a train that's going to leave the station before i decide to get fucking on if i don't i mean i just you just got to say it and NFTs? do it what's an nft nft non-fungible token we talked about these on the show about a year ago almost what was the middle word non-fungible token fungible yeah fungible fungible yeah fungible. like fucking google it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> our boy kevin so smith has uh, some nfts it's basically that's where they take that moment in time an artist's rendering of a picture uh, oh, right, a cell right. from a movie from an instant replay from a sporting event that's forever yours in the virtual environment you can buy Virtual not, commemorative tickets to any NFL game now. You can't use them. They're not worth a shit, but they're like a tradable item. They're, they're something that people are going to be trading in the future, they say. Some of them not, are going for big money. Wow, okay. I will read this later. Yeah, no, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get involved in this in January. Once, once Christmas, once I... Do all the ho 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 visits. I'll I'm gonna turn that same time and energy yeah. into crypto and NFTs. NFTs. <laughs> well, I mean, do you own any crypto? I know you said you had a chance at no. one time to get Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, no. I got I got friends who are into it. I had and a friend who I don't I don't even keep in touch with anymore. And he was excited out of his mind when it was at fifteen, seventeen thousand dollars. You know, he had all kinds of action going on with the with that kind of system. So I can imagine he probably beside himself now. 
Yeah, I had friends that bought in at about five grand and then they sold at about 30. They were like, I couldn't take it anymore. It was stressing me out. And I was like, all right, now it's worth 60. Now what? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, no. But you never know. I mean, shit like that. Elon Musk just comes out and says the wrong word about that thing one day and it crashes to zero. Now you got nothing. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I I don't get it. It. it, it has to be backed by something. And the only thing I could think it, it's backed by is the next person that buys in. And to me, that sounds like a Ponzi scheme. Well, I, I think you're right. But I think it beats what we have now with the U.S. dollar and the central banks and the inflation that we have that's running out of control. I, here, let me just paint the picture for you. Let's say it's 1913 when the first central bank, 1917 when the it's either 1913 or 1917 when the first central, not the first, was it the first? No, it wasn't the first central bank because Andrew Jackson shut one down before that. But here's the deal. You got a, you got a, a, a situation, it's a, private, it's a private bank. It's privately owned. These are the Rothschild type people and shit like that that you always hear people talk about their Illuminati and there's seven or 13 families that run the world. That's what this is, the central bank. And they set inflation rates. They do all that shit. They set uh, interest rates. And if they want more money or if they need to put out more money, you know what they do? They fucking print it. And they don't put any money. It doesn't cost them anything. They fucking print it. Now, obviously, they can't flood the market with cash because that'll create hyperinflation, kind of like what we're doing now. That's, That's when the government keeps spending money. They keep borrowing from the central bank. And to use round numbers, for every dollar they borrow from the central bank, they gotta pay back a dollar 10. So now they got to get another dollar to pay back that 10 cents part. But now they owe more interest on that dollar. So it's a never-ending cycle. And each cycle like that only lasts 30 to 50 years. So with that in mind, we're at the end of this because the last change is when Nixon took us off the gold standard in 1971. And that was about 50 years ago. These things, had, we're going to run out of... So in 1913, 1917, when uh, gold was first really introduced as a backer on the currency... If you took $35 was what an ounce of gold cost in those days, $35. If you took an ounce of gold, $35 in gold, and buried it in the ground, and right next to it, you took $35 in cash, and you buried it in the ground. Now dig that shit up today. The cash is still worth what? $35. The gold is worth almost $2,000. So I think there's going to be some sort of combination. I think it's going to be cryptocurrency but i think you're right i think it has to be backed by gold there's only one problem in that there's no fucking gold (laughs) (laughs) there isn't i mean how can they back all that have you been inside fort knox have you seen the gold neither have i right they're telling me there's gold there i believe it but i want to see it so i recently purchased a bunch of physical gold i took i took I fucking flushed the 401ks and all that shit, and I bought physical gold, dude. Now, it's not sitting in my house. I'm not stupid. It's sitting in a private reserve. But it's physical, tangible gold. I can have it at my doorstep in 48 hours. Cool. So, not that I'm rich or nothing, but let me ask you something. If you if you got money in a 401k or something, and the stock market bottoms out tomorrow, what's going to happen to your shit? Yeah. No, I hear you. So, that's the only, re- that's the only reason I did that. I'm don't have enough money where I can lose money like that, you know? I wish I did. Wish I had fuck you money. <laughs> this guy yeah. here is going up in space. You know who oh, that is, Mike? Uh, yeah. 
freaking. That's Michael Strahan, famed former New York Giant defensive Giant end and host of the CBS MVP. Morning Show, I think. Yes. One of those. I've, I've been trying real hard to find a joke about him going to space and parachuting down with a gap in his teeth. I was trying to work a joke there, but I, I couldn't. I was it. actually trying to work a joke about getting the, the penis rocket between his teeth. Yes. See? We have to get together at these writer meetings and straighten his shit out before <laughs> the show. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is funny. It is one giant step is what they're calling it. They're saying Strahan's going to become a space tourist. He's going to be on the next Blue Origin flight. Strahan, so who turned 50 on Sunday, will join wow. Laura Shepard Churchley, the eldest daughter of late astronaut Alan Shepard, on December 9th. Mission aboard the New Shepard, a spacecraft named after her father, who was the last American in space. So is this the... 10-minute flight. Okay, is this the the one that just goes up and they hang out for a little bit, or does it go around the planet for three days? It's a 10-minute flight. It'll be five minutes shorter than Alan Shepard's 1961 Mercury flight, which launched from West Texas carrying six people. Two more than the previous two flights this year with humans aboard. Now... In a similar jaunt, Strahan's flight is likely to include about three minutes of weightlessness and a view of the curvature of the Earth. Passengers are subjected to nearly six Gs or six times the force of Earth's gravity as the capsule descends. This is according to ESPN.com. Strahan says he wanted to go into space and he thinks it's a great opportunity. He thinks being there at the first launch, it was really mind-blowing. So, good for him. He gets to go in space, but... I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it seems like a it seems like a jip, you know. If if the the SpaceX people can put you up there and you you go around the planet for like two or three days, there's an experience. You know, this you go up there and you like they kind of just like kind of lobby out into space and you come back down. I don't know. Here, I I got I got a way to equate that out. Okay. Like let's yep. say you wanted to go out with this hot girl for a while and you finally get this is before you're married. And you finally get her to go out with you. So, you you know, you probably dinner and a show or whatever, or dinner and an event, or go somewhere. You're dropping a couple hundred bucks. You get back to the house. You're able to crank one out with her, and you're done in two minutes. It's the same thing. You know, it's only only a few minutes when you get to that climax part there, you know, when you get to that, that height of the story. So I, I get it. It's the same thing. You spend too much money for too little enjoyment. I get it. Yeah. You might as well go for the the long haul, you know. Yeah. With with a reputable company, and you and you don't you don't have to worry about penis jokes. Yes. Why don't you just go to one of those companies that's figured out how to get to Mars? They just haven't figured out how to bring you back. That's what I'm talking about. That's going <laughs> to space, man. Going to I think they made a movie with uh, the Goodwill Hunting Matt guy, Matt Damon. Yes, where he's on Mars. Yes, it's called it was called Martian. Imagine that. Imagine that. Going over yes. to our other buddy here in the Alien Update, Russell Branson. Really? Is the, is the sun bright up yes. there in space? Yes, he's just so cool. He always wears glasses. Yeah, he's got to wear shades. His future is so bright. That's right. That's right. This Not is according true. to HypeBeast.com. Virgin Atlantic and Sir Richard Branson have officially announced that the winner of the free trip to suborbital space. Virgin Sp- Atlantic has given up. Suborbital. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I was gonna say drum roll because yeah, I thought you would come up with a name. No, yeah, winner, no, I got it. Virgin the winner Atlantic is has given out two free rides to health and energy coach Keisha from the Caribbean nation of Antigua and Barbuda and her daughter, an astrophysics student. Barbuda? Yes, Barbuda. Bar Barbuda. Not I guess Barbuda. that's what they call Barbados, but when it's singular, maybe it's Barbuda. <laughs> when is one when is one Barbado? Yeah. There's one Barbado and two Barbados. I just <laughs> I don't know. He, he he'll charge you four hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a seat on this Virgin Atlantic flight, but they're giving out these free ones. Um is that because they can't sell them or is that because he's making sure he gets the full write off on each trip or uh publicity, you know? He's, he, he seems like he's third wheel with this whole uh, space thing. Virgin Atlantic you know? estimates that it raised about 1.7 million U.S. dollars in grants for the organization's citizen astronaut program. So that's probably where they're getting the money from. Yeah. Whatever. The Space of Humanity charity, which is used to help make spaceflight more accessible to earn additional entries. So this is all about getting regular Joes into space. But these people that they're picking aren't regular Joes. Michael Strahan is a physical specimen still at, you know, 50 years old. This uh, right. this woman here is obviously physically fit because she's a, a fitness coach. Her daughter obviously yeah. fits because she's an astrophysicist. I guess you How about and me the guy are, waiting tables uh, at Bahama Breeze? Let's put that motherfucker <laughs> up. Put his yeah. ass in space. Oh God! They'd they have to. So he'd have to take two seats. I mean, think of, who who else, who would you want to see in space? Who do you think is deserving of getting a free ride to space? Um, would you want to go? Yeah, I, I think I would go. Well, I don't know. I say that now. You'd want to sit on like thousands of pounds of highly explosive rocket fuel on a pad. And right. Just for, for a 10 minute thrill. Yeah, I, I probably would pass. You know, my, my theory is that, you know, people die because they they do too much. You know, I, I, I've never I've never been injured skiing. You know why? I've never been skiing. You know, I uh, I've never died by bungee jumping or gone going in a slingshot or or tightrope walking. I've never I never died doing any of these things because I don't do that stuff. You know, I, I stay off motorcycles, uh, all those things that you hear every day. Uh, people dying of this, people dying of that. You know, someone got mauled by a tiger in a freaking African safari. Guess what? No safari for me. I'm good. <laughs> you you okay. learned the first time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have my Oculus virtual reality headset. I'll go on Safari on that. All right. <clears throat> so, yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> you know, they ought to make an Oculus thing that comes with side items. Like, like let's say you get an <laughs> Oculus and you're visiting these jungle cats. You know, maybe maybe I'm going to take a dirty litter box and pass it under your nose so you smell it now. <laughs> you know, you not, only, you not only see it, but you smell it, you know. No, it's okay. Smell a vision. I was just going to say that. Yeah. I mean, why aren't these people thinking? Here's another thing, too. Why not, when they put these free people up in space, I think they should be able to tag the next person. 
I don't think you should be able to pick the next person. Mr. Branson, I know you got billions of dollars and, and you're, you're affording these people a $450,000 flight, but he, this ought to be the caveat. The person you just invited, they ought to get to tag somebody up to go. It's their choice who the next person is. Yeah, but then they'll be picking like their mother-in-law. Who, who wants to hear about that? Yeah. Who wants, who wants to hear about Marilyn going up in space? <laughs> Just put a GoPro on her forehead and turn up the volume so I can hear her. <laughs> oh, my. Look at this. Oh, my. How about Michael Strahan? wonder if he knows any athletes that think the Earth is flat. When he goes up now, he's going to see the curvature of Earth. Is he going to come back and disprove that, or is he going to see, say it was a, a, a put-on, that it was uh, graphics or CGI? He's one of the most top-rated uh, shows in the morning, so he'll be talking to millions of people for the, probably the next week about it. He's probably talking about, you know, come Monday morning he'll be talking about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, that's smart advertising. It's word of mouth type yep. stuff like that from, oh, I like Michael Strahan in that morning show I watch every day. Honey, let's spend 450000 each and go to space. Okay, dear. I mean. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sell your gold. Sell your, your 401k. All right. Well, Cash I'm thinking, I'm thinking that this Not could that. be a real thing or this could be a false flag type thing. According to jpost.com. This yeah. is dated today. A yeah. large asteroid stronger than a nuke is heading towards Earth late December. Now, stronger than a nuke? Didn't we just talk about in the past couple shows the ability for NASA to go up and pull a uh, Bruce Willis like, on these things? Yeah, split it in half or something. Don't you find that yeah. convenient that they announce they have the ability to defend against this? Then a month later, here we go again. Oh, this is happening. It's a good thing we have this thing to defend our planet. It's like Bill Gates with the smallpox. Exactly. It, all, it all comes in a circle. Anyway, this is according <laughs> to jpost.com. A large asteroid the size of the Washington Monument is heading for Earth in late December. That, if it impacts, would cause devastation far greater than an atomic bomb, according to NASA's asteroid tracker. Known as 2018 AH, the asteroid is estimated to range around 190 meters in size and is set to pass by Earth on December 27th. Hey, happy birthday to me! Happy birthday, Yeah. The asteroid is unlikely to hit the planet, however, and is set to pass by at a distance of over 4.5 million kilometers away. For comparison... The distance between the Earth and the and the Moon is three hundred eighty-four thousand kilometers. So, it's and if it does hit, it's going to hit Wyoming. So yeah, it's fifteen. It's like sixteen times further than the Moon is from us. Is the closest it's probably going to get. So whatever, whatever that means. Right. But you put this out there to enough people, and they're going to start, you know, spending all maxing out their credit cards. What are they give right. a shit? They won't be around. <sighs> We have to go through this toilet paper thing again. Yes, toilet paper. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody's shit everybody to shit themselves. <laughs> wow. According to NASA, any asteroid 140 meters in diameter or larger could have potentially catastrophic impact if it crashed into Earth. Yeah, you know, they they say the the damage of a of a nuclear weapon. So yeah, it, it depends on where it hits. You know. And at the bottom, 
at the bottom of this article, they do reference the thing we talked about a couple weeks ago, the double asteroid redirection test mission, DART, D-A-R-T. Ah, yes. So Full circle again. If this could hit a country, or it's probably going to hit an ocean. If it did hit us, it'd probably hit an ocean, right? Because two-thirds of the planet two, is Two-thirds of a chance, exactly. Okay. And then if it hits you know, a continent, so it, it, a, a nuclear... A nuclear blast is pretty contained. You know, it's the fallout that that you know does the the damage down the line. So, you know, if it hits, say maybe it takes out a ten square mile area. If you hit it in Arizona, that's one thing. You know, boom, no big deal. If you do it in freaking Midtown Manhattan, you got a completely different story. So I was you know, thinking this. Here's what I was thinking. Stop. I was thinking that. They've announced they have a way to shoot this thing down. Yes. They've announced that this thing is coming toward us. They, they're stair-stepping us. So again, they're just, they just put the tip in at the beginning of the month. Now they're getting a little more of it in, okay? Pretty soon they're going to be pile-driving us here on a mattress here. This is what's going <laughs> to happen. Okay. They, they nuke somebody else. It's like somebody blows up Finland. Why Finland? Because nobody gives a shit about Finland, right? Do you give a shit about Finland? Um, no, not more than anyone else. Okay. Yeah. So some space agency could say this thing's coming. We have a way to shoot it down or redirect it. We redirected it, but instead of hitting the Atlantic Ocean, it's going to hit Finland now. And then they send a nuke over to Finland. Right. We don't know it's not, a, it's not an asteroid. We don't know it's a nuke. And sure enough, uh, it was like a nuke, just like they said. <laughs> Yeah, so you're, you're you're framing you're framing the asteroid into uh, genocide. Yes, yes. I'm okay. thinking somebody could use this as a weapon or a false flag event. Hmm. If only we could come up with an event that would shut down the global economy and force everybody to stay inside. If only we could do something like that. And gain what? Well, I'm talking about the, the fucking pandemic we've just been going through. Yeah. it's the same shit. Oh, oh. What would you gain by doing that? Well, there's a lot. To, there's a lot to be gained. First of all, you can change all the banking in the world, which they're doing, because something called a global reset, a GCR, a global currency reset. This is the shit nobody wants to hear about, so I'm not going to talk about it too much. <laughs> this shit puts the brakes on the show every Good. time. Good. Yeah, exactly. Done right. All right. All Next. right. So, so check this cat out. You know who that all is. Right. Uh, that's Casey Kasem, American yes, Top 40. Yes, Casey Kasem. That's, you, what? that's Ukrainian no. President Volodymyr Zelensky. Oh, same thing. He's saying that a group Is of Russians and, and Ukrainians are planning a coup against him. Oh, okay, and so he's not a DJ. NATO agrees with him. NATO has put out a release today through Fox News, so it must be true, that... Ukraine says Moscow kept their 90,000 troops near the common border following a massive war games in Western Russia earlier this year. The Ukrainian Defense Ministry said units of the Russian 41st Army near Yelna, about 160 miles north of the border. Moscow denies that it's planning any invasion and refuses to provide details about troop movements in its own territory. And to give you a taste of what that area looks, there's a map. And there's the Ukraine, and there's Russia right next door. Now, that part of Crimea, that was under question. And Russia 
a couple years ago actually invaded that. They infiltrated it from the inside out. They set up Russian residents in the Ukraine, and then they just took over that part of the country. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't believe the guy because he doesn't know how to tie a tie properly. Well, anybody? There you go. Anybody who doesn't know how to do a double Windsor knot, I all respect gone. Sorry. And he does have that weird look on his face, looking like he just yes. swallowed some prune juice or something. He's like, what the hell is that? Someone fart? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> he just met Biden. Biden just farted. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. So. so if you're listening to us on Spotify, by the way, you can listen to us on Spotify if you didn't know. Yes. That. Both mics. You can listen to us there. According to 9to5google.com, Spotify is pulling the plug on its driver-friendly car view mode. Less than two years ago, Spotify added a car view to its mobile app on Android and iOS, which would display a simplified UI user interface while driving. Unfortunately, Spotify is now ending support for that feature. Guess they're not making enough money on it. I don't know. They're saying they can confirm that they're retiring the car view feature. This, however, doesn't mean we don't want to improve on how our users listen to Spotify while driving. On the contrary, we're actively exploring a variety of ways. You know what the problem is? Is all the new freaking cars, they're coming yeah. out with all this wireless stuff. And you can you no longer need a radio station. You don't need XM or any shit like that because you just Wi-Fi connect your phone, which can hold right hundreds of thousands of songs and Spotify hasn't been one of the top choices I think now of course it's a top choice when it comes to listening to both mics on Spotify correct whatever that's worth right remember they're the same people that came out with that thing called a car thing a device to control playback in the car do you remember okay. we talked about that no guys God, you're, you're getting old Mike yeah by the minute do you remember that Pokemon Go phase? Do you remember that thing? Yes. Yes. It's probably still not it's probably still as a phase for some people. Well, according to NintendoLife.com, Pokemon Go creators AR platform is now being used to hunt Bitcoin, not pocket monsters. This is the <laughs> easiest, most fun way to get your first piece of Bitcoin. So is this how you're going to get into the Bitcoin it thing? Sure, it's starting to look that way, bro. You and Squirtle and Pikachu. Yep. Neontech, yeah. the studio being being the smartphone hit Pokemon Go, has lent its AR platform to payments company Fold to create a new kind of catch them all adventure. But this time, players are hunting for the cryptocurrency Bitcoin rather than monsters. Interesting. The AR experience acts as a natural extension of the Fold app, which already gives you the ability to earn Bitcoin going about your daily life. Buying coffee, going shopping, paying bills, and even paying your taxes. While the experience is open to anyone, Fold cardholders can collect extra spins and rewards to boost their increase the rewards on the Fold card. The complete experience will drop next year and will be and will enable individuals to find, trade, and hide Bitcoin and other rewards throughout the world IRL. It will also give merchants the ability to engage the community with incentives and offers. It all started with somebody saying, let's make Pokemon Go, but for Bitcoin, and ended with, let's build a new way to exchange and share Bitcoin with others. Hmm. 
It's got to have something to do with marketing. Get off my lawn. These damn old kids. Yeah. And, and I don't know, you know, it, not knowing anything about it kind of sounds like a, a way to, to hide to hide money that you're making, too. That's, right, but if I can hide it and somebody else can find it, what good is it? I mean, I, yeah, I want to hide money. I, I want to hide money like that. I want to keep it away from the government if it's worth sixty grand. They're going to make me pay right. fifteen grand in taxes just to touch it. Right. So why would I do that? So yeah, I, I'll hide money in Bitcoin. That's what the government is afraid of. See, they control that money in the central bank. They don't control Bitcoin. That's the problem. That's why we're not okay. making the full conversion. They want a government-backed cryptocurrency. But it's got to be backed by something. I'm gambling. It's going to happen. It's going to be backed by gold. That's just my gamble. Right. You're familiar. You have to. You have to do something, buddy. You work too, you, 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 and, you and your spouse work real hard for your money. You shouldn't have nope. the government take it all. Yeah. They're like the freaking mafia, the IRS. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm not talking about you if you work at the IRS. I'm talking yes. about all those other fucks. Those other people, yes. yes. Those people. Those people. Anyway, there's the Pokemon Go thing there. Now, this is something right up our get off my lawn thing. Uh-huh. But it's not really, so I'll put it up there. Hands-free toast. According to TheVerge.com, this is why a toaster from 1949 is still smarter than any toaster sold today. Okay. I guess they have Bluetooth toasters now. Did you were you aware of this? I had no idea. Well, yeah, I can I can see where you control the toaster through an app on your phone. Yeah. I, I've noticed, like, I remember the toaster, like, my mom and dad had. And it was like a, a powerhouse. You know, it worked. It worked real good. It worked fast. And uh, it was, you know, good quality metal. And uh, it, it worked fine. You buy a toaster now, they're like way too much money. And they're total pieces of crap. So when you're talking about a toaster, are you talking about the kind where you drop the bread in the top? Or are you talking about the kind that looks like a tiny oven? Um, drop the bread in the top. Yeah, I, I think more than likely, probably some kind of, you know, uh, uh, household protection agency got, you know, came along and said, OK, your, your toaster cannot, you know, heat up to this heat, you know, this temperature and you have to dial it back because, you know, people are dying because of toasters, blah, blah, blah. So they probably, you know, have a, a wimpier version of toasters out now than what we were used to as kids. That's why I say get off my lawn. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I don't want I don't want toast fifteen minutes from now. I want toast in two minutes. Give me toast in two minutes. Make sure it's hot. I want the damn butter to melt and call it a day. All right. The, I ain't got the time microwave has screwed it up for you, man. You're like, I don't have all minute. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I want a, I want a powerhouse freaking toaster. Well, they used to make toasters like that. You just push the button and then up came toast. You didn't have all these variants and stuff. We got right. a. Uh, we were gifted at a toast. We have um, the, the drop the top in toaster. We were gifted yes, another one of those. Toaster. Then we were gifted a the one that looks like a little oven. And this little oven thing can do anything. It can broil. Toast. It can toast. You can cook a pizza in it. You can do all this shit. And I'm like, right. a toaster is this oven. thing going to wax my car next? I mean, what the hell is it right. going to do? 
Yeah. yeah well, the last toaster we had um, worked like crap. And it gave you like a, a frozen option. Like you could put a frozen thing in there or a bagel option where I guess just one of the elements will heat up the, the bagel side and not the back side of the bagel. And yeah, it, it, all kinds of dials, buzzers and whistles on these toasters now. I want a toaster that toasts bread. I'm not putting anything else in it. I'm not throwing hot dogs in it. I don't want a hot dog toaster. No. They, they yeah, make sir. them where you can make... Like you buy them, like they make them like with Mickey Mouse ears on your toast every morning or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And that's great if you have kids, but get off my lawn. I, I want toast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, what if you have like a giant piece of handcrafted bread? You know, like a, a sourdough or whatever. You got to put it in one side and it's hanging out. Then you got to take it out and put <laughs> it in the it, other right. side. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've done that. I think I've done that with like rye bread. So... You do what you got to do. You got to be creative. What's the funniest thing you've ever seen or have you ever put in a toaster? A little pizza thing or what? I, I've seen people like they'll put the toaster on the on the, on its side and slide, slide pieces of t uh, pizza in there and hit the button. Yeah, I guess it works. But, you know, who's going to get inside that toaster and clean it? You know, you got you to gotta think ahead. Just because you can put toaster in an oven and a, and a toaster doesn't mean you should. I agree. I agree. And if you look, you ever look inside one of those toasters? It's just it's a simple thing. It's just like a red coil wire that runs through the whole thing. Yep. It glows red when it when it heats up from the electric current. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Just don't stick your finger in there. Yeah. Right. They're saying these older toasters go for all the money because they're so simple. They're going for an average of one hundred and thirty dollars on eBay. That makes sense. Um, perfect example. You ever see Black & Decker had a series of like appliances, you know, small appliances that were mounted under your counter? Yeah, yeah, Or mounted yeah. under your cabinets? A um, Black & Decker under cabinet mounted can opener, electric can opener. We wanted one. And everywhere I looked, they were like 70 to 100 bucks because they don't make them anymore. And believe it or not, I found one on Craigslist. It was brand new, still in the box, $5. Really? We've had it for 10 years. Yeah. We, granted, you don't open cans now like we used to. Like, God, when we were kids, I remember opening cans on a can opener all the time. Now a lot of them have that, that pop. You, know, you pop it and you pull the, the lid off type thing. Um, but, yeah, uh, I still, you know, for the, the one or two cans that we open a month, we have the, uh, the the under the counter mounted can opener from Black and Decker for five bucks. I wonder, I, I wonder what's the messiest thing you could make in a toaster like that. Like, could you like could soup? You pour spaghetti sauce in there. Heat up some spaghetti. <laughs> I mean, are you gonna? You know what I'm saying? I, I wonder what's the, like, some soup. You know, soup, a can of soup be the in there. Yeah, yeah. Heat it up. Yeah. What's gonna happen? I, I, What's going to happen? You know what's going to happen. <laughs> Here's what I need. I need some listener, somebody that's listening to this, to take your toaster like that, set up your camera, put it on its little prop-up thing, videotape it, and I want to watch you pour a can of soup into your toaster. All right. I'm going to YouTube right now. <laughs> We're going to we get go. sued so bad. Search. This is for entertainment Voice purposes only. Oh. Yes. Ah. Voice recognition. 
I gotta stop talking. This thing, oh my god, stop! Strangest thing you can cook in a toaster. And there we go. It's crazy what you can cook in a toaster. She's putting chicken nuggets in a toaster. Nice. She's putting out, and she's got, ooh, all these fancy toasters. How about chili? Can you make chili in a toaster? Do you eat kangaroo for breakfast? What? I don't know what side right. you're on, Mike. I'm on YouTube. And, of course, <laughs> now now I got a Black Friday ad. 50% off. Grilled cheese. She's got Hot Pockets. She's doing Hot Pockets in the toaster. Eight-minute video on how to cook stuff in a toaster. Uh, baby pizzas. Little uh, Tony's baby pizzas. What you got there now? Are you saying Pretzel? baby pizzas or baby pieces? Baby pizzas. I'm just asking. I don't know. Yes. It was like six-inch round. Ooh, she burnt chicken nuggets in there. How about a hot dog? Can you make a hot dog in a toaster? They actually make a specific – there's a specific toaster that you put the hot dog in the hole, and then there's a, a, a bun-shaped bun one. Yeah. And a bun warmer. Yeah. Now she's she's cooking a steak inside this Cuisinart toaster. And she's I've got the some, temperature thing. The I've temperature seen somebody trick. cook a steak with an iron before. Like they're ironing uh, iron your shirt. Yeah, steak that makes iron. sense. Yeah. I, I, it can happen, I'm sure. Granted, you'll have to go out and buy another iron. <laughs> have you ever bought an iron? I think the only iron I've ever I've ever had that belonged to me said Jetport Holiday Inn, Newark on the nice. side of it. Yeah. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, she cooked the steak. It looked like a, a New York strip steak. She cut it in two and put it in the toaster, and it's gets cooked. The granted, the knife she's using is kind of weird, but yeah, you cook a steak. Why not? It looks like a a medium steak. All right, so here's what you do. You, you get in touch with us. We give you the both mic sticker. Put the both mic sticker on your toaster, and then you pour, yes. then you cook whatever you're going to cook in there and send it to us. Yes, there you go. beef stew. Beef stew, yes, yes. <laughs> Can you cook a turkey in a toaster, a whole turkey? Uh, world's biggest toaster. There you go. Wow, look at that. Now, the next video is Orca Encounters Gone Wrong. Sea nice. World. <laughs> nice. Can you can you cook a, a killer whale in a toaster? Nice. All right, this show's obviously running out of fuel, gas, yeah, topics, yeah. everything else. Yeah, get off my lawn. We're talking about yeah. fucking toasters. God yes. world. <laughs> it's a slow slow news day. In my day, we took the toaster from nineteen forty nine. Yeah, and walked to school both ways uphill. In the snow. Fucking crazy. While it was raining out. We're talking about fucking toasters. Yes. Why not? You, you know you're you know you're a, a a professional when you can take any subject and talk about it for. Now, now that is correct. I can talk to I can talk to anybody about anything for about two minutes. Then I start to become found out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I think I, I I lose interest about ten seconds before you do. Nice. Well, yeah. you know, you can find us on Google. When you're Googling, what's the uh, what's the what's the funniest thing or the weirdest thing you could put in a toaster? You can Google both mics, and our podcast will come up. Yes, correct. 
That is uh, that is true. You ever look at your old photos on Google that are backed up? You ever um, just go in there and just start looking. Oh, there's 2017. The um, every morning, one of my top posts on Facebook is the the memories one. I usually I go through it each day. You know, <coughs> especially with the boys now. You know, seeing them grow as the years go by. And then, of course, previous to 2017, when we were single and, and traveling all over the damn country, like, oh, hey, this week in 2013, we were in Vegas. You know, we were here, we were there. Especially through, like, the spring, we usually go on a cruise or five during the spring. So, like, for like most of February, March, and April, somewhere along the line in the past 11 years, we've been on a cruise during that week. So, yes, we do look through old photos. Yeah, well, it's just funny that you just pull them up, you know, on a whim. But that's all fine and good. But if you got no power, you can't look at your shit. That, you know, again, not to be to get off my lawn guy again, but you remember having to go to the photo place and drop off your shit and get double prints because you knew you wanted to yep. share some prints? Yeah. Well, and, God, now it's it's easy as can be. You can download them onto Snapfish or Photobucket and, they freaking send them to you in the mail. Speaking of photo bucket, have you ever been able to log back into your shit and get that video we talked about? Yeah, it's it's on my on my to do list. That video, God, what video? You know? Do you remember? Yeah, it's the video of when we were in Miami and seeing Cheap Trick at the shit. baseball game. Yeah, and I turned around. I thought you were taking a still picture of me and Lisa right there. Remember we we. Uh, we only had two on the field passes because they were only letting yes. 500 people and we snuck another one. Right. And then we're down there. We're right on yeah. the field. We're right up front having a great time. And I turned around because you were going to take a picture of me and Lisa, but you were taking video. And Rick came over with the guitar and kind of tucked it in between the both of us, the, the, yes. the neck of the guitar. Was I, will, uh, I will make a, a note of that. But yeah, it's on my list because of you know stuff to do. Maybe I'll get something on that list on today, this weekend. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at all these old pictures now, going, "What the hell was going on there?" <laughs> okay. Well, a lot of them, I you know, I'm in 2017. I it was a time when I didn't have my beard. So I look weird. My this my 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 significant other here, my better half, even made a comment about it uh, yesterday. She saw an old picture of me without a beard. She goes, "Oh my god, you look so weird. I'm not used to seeing you like that." What yeah. with my clothes on? What are you talking about? Right. Well, I think I've only seen you with your beard in person, maybe like five times. Yeah. Well, the beard has a presence of his own. It has his own Facebook page and everything. <laughs> it's, it's its own entity. Okay. It's making all kinds of money on its own. I, nice. Matter of fact, I, I'm usually asleep, and the beard goes out, and makes some money, and comes back and shares it with Daddy. How about that? Hell, freaking share your secrets here, buddy. Right? I wish. Jesus. No, that's why I got this thing white, man. You need to invest in yourself. You need to make yourself work for yourself. So. I took inventory of what I had to offer, and I made an adjustment, and that's what I'm doing. Really? So, yeah. You, 
Okay. So what else is going on? Are we at we have subjects? Yeah, of course we're at a subject. That's why we're talking about fucking toasters. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think I talked about Mosh Pit Jesus. I did an interview with him at the Rockville, so you can go to the YouTube page and you can see a picture, see the video of the interview with Mosh Pit Jesus. So, yeah, and I, uh, I'll, I'll probably have some some awesome content coming up because. Uh, we're about 76 days away from the Monsters of Rock Cruise. Nice. Which I think is going to be like number eight or number nine for who's, me. Who's the big bands on this one? Oh, well, the, the, the big draw this year is Alice Cooper. Nice. Alice Cooper is going to be there. Um, then you're looking at other bands like Queen Trike, uh, Skid Row, uh, The Choir Boys. You're going to be there, L.A. Guns, Faster Pussycat. Um, I think Enough's Enough is going to be on board this year. Uh, Jeff Scott Soto is going to be on board. A band called Stop Stop. They're like a new band that's going to be coming from England. Maybe. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's coming up in February. So I'm probably going to bring my laptop on board and we probably can do a, a podcast from from on board oh that'd be cool shit dude yeah that'd be real yeah. good yeah and uh maybe a you know we'll do a little preamble before you can kind of go over who's going to be on board let me see here ah no this is old this has got to be that's old. all right we're running out of time anyway you can uh, 2014 i was i was looking at this po- poster on here and like okay that's definitely not Definitely not the cruise that we're going on. <laughs> yeah, post. What we'll do is when we get closer to it, we'll post it, and maybe if you uh, do any of these meet and greet things, maybe you can get a one quick question and answer. Like, wouldn't it be neat if we came up with the same question for everybody? Like, uh, right. what was your favorite thing to eat when you were a kid? Something stupid like that, you know. And but let's make it more out there, or you know, something that's related to bands. All right, real quick, I'll run through them. Uh, Alice less Cooper, than one Queens Reich, Queens Reich, Skid Row, Lit, L I T. Remember that? Oh, I like bam, that. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Uh, LA Guns, Kicks, Winger, Michael Monroe, who's from Hanoi Rocks, Great White, Loudness, the Japanese band from uh, Japan. Y and T, they're still listed on here, but they they backed out. A band called Eclipse, they're from Europe. Uh, Who would have thought a Japanese Jeff- band would be from Japan? Wow. Great. They're called Loudness. All right. Faster Pussycat, Rhino Bucket, Dangerous Toys, Killer Dwarves, Tokyo Motor Fest from New Jersey, Bisto Blanco, Bisto Blanco, uh, Alice Cooper's daughter's in that band, John Karabi, the other lead singer from Motley Crue, Little Caesar, uh, Roxanne, and of course all the guys from Sirius Radio are going to be there. So yeah, it's, uh, Lillian Axe too. So it's it's not the best lineup that they've had, but yeah, we, we go every tear down the show have, before uh, we get out there. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the comedian, Jim Florentine, the comedian, Eddie oh, yeah. Trunk. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good time. All right. We're going over our allotted time here, and I'm going to uh-huh. get cranky here. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, we'll do, we'll do stuff like that closer to it. When is that? January, February? February 9th through the 14th. Perfect. Perfect. That's after the Super Bowl. That's perfect timing. Yeah, I think it's during the Super Bowl. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I think we're going to be on board for the Super Bowl. 
Okay, well, it might we were not last be good time. timing. We were last time. It was it was great. I went to a concert, and the freaking uh, Atlanta Falcons were destroying destroying the Patriots. We're like, oh, great, the Patriots are gonna lose. Concert was over, and like twenty five points later, yeah. and the Patriots won. I was like, oh my god, how did that happen? Yeah. It was like the third quarter, and they were destroying them. Yep. Yeah. All right, yep. well, check out my friend Gino Losi if you want to go fishing in Florida. He'll put you on a giant fish, of course. Check out my friends at the Melon Patch Theater. Check out the. Uh, Mr. Levine there is doing a wonderful job, Dustin. Uh, check out some theater there, some local community stuff. It's fun. It's great. Small yes. theater. And maybe even donate some money there. They like stuff. Yeah. You going to say uh, hi to mom? Uh, no, I saw her yesterday. <laughs> hi, mom. All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Take care, folks. Ciao.